0: This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18 any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice Welcome to front porch swingers where we talk about sex on our terms
1: We talk swinging hot wifing bdsm and so much more in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms
0: Enjoy the show everybody Hey everyone! Welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So. Cassidy.com is one of our favorite sites, not only in the swinging lifestyle, but just on the internet in general. I'm pretty sure I visit it every single day.
1: Well, yeah, we are always on Cassidy, interacting with our friends, meeting new people, and and basically just returning messages and chatting with folks.
0: Absolutely. We've had a lot of people reaching out to us on Instagram and Twitter lately saying, hey guys, we'd love to know how to get involved in the swinging lifestyle. It sounds like a ton of fun. Well, you're right. It is a ton of fun. And our recommendation for where to get started is at Cassidy.com. It is our pick for the best swinger site online and just a great place to connect with people all over the country. So whether you're in your own hometown or you're traveling, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You use it all the time when you're on the road.
0: And you can try it for free for 30 days by heading to frontportswingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner. We hope you guys love it.
1: Yes, please check it out.
0: Yeah. Also, if you guys have not already heard of the Underground Lifestyle Summit happening in Deadwood, South Dakota this spring, we are here to tell you all about it.
1: Listen, folks, it is brothels and saloons. I don't have to say any more than that.
0: (laughs) I'm just throwing this out there. I don't want to false advertise. I don't think they still have operational brothels.
1: (laughs) I don't care. All I know is that it is a historic town in South Dakota that at one time was the premier saloon and brothel town in the country.
0: That's true. And you You can go on like a brothel tour, which is really cool. I definitely want to do that while we're there. For sure. But the Underground Lifestyle Summit is happening April 17th through the 19th this spring. And we are so pumped to be going. It is going to be three days of fully immersive lifestyle stuff.
1: Yes, it is not just... The parties, which of course are awesome. There's also some educational stuff. Uh, I think I am actually doing a cooking class, that's yeah, my yeah. understanding. So we should have a really good time. There's some brewery tours and all kinds of good stuff.
0: I think we're going to check out Sturgis while we're there too. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to have a meet and greet.
1: We are. Absolutely. We are really looking forward to meeting the folks that are going to be joining us, particularly those that signed up because we're going.
0: Yeah. So if you want more information, you can head on over to energyundergroundnd.com summit. As always, that will be in our show notes. So you don't have to remember it. For sure. <laughs> and if you use our promo code, which is FPS2020, you'll get 10% off of your booking. So we hope to see you in Deadwood, peeps. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a great time. Come on down and check it out.
0: Hell yes. So next thing... Yes. Patreon.
1: Yeah, Patreon. What an amazing turnout that we've had this week. I just finished up emailing uh, Jen, one of our newest patrons, who sent us an awesome email just thanking us so much for what we're doing. And uh, I just just sent her an email and thanked her.
0: Yeah, we have so many new Patreon members this week, and we're really thankful for that as we say this all the time, but I really truly mean it. We have some huge things planned for 2020 into 2021. We have not talked about them on the podcast yet. Our Patreon members know. They They know what we have planned, and they understand the huge commitment it's going to take. And they are on board and We hope that you guys will get on board as well because we're fucking passionate. We're super fucking pumped and we need your support.
1: Yeah, they are super supportive and we really appreciate them for it.
0: Yeah. So if you want to hear what's happening for us in 2020 and 2021, as well as get bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers, new erotica, which I'm doing every Monday. It's going up right before the podcast episodes, access to our naughty Snapchat and so much more. Our
1: Telegram group. It's like my favorite thing.
0: Yes, you can head to patreon.com slash frontport swingers. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash front swingers. And a huge thank you to our newest Patreon members. You already mentioned one of them, Jen, but we also have John C, dsam46, Bajarki. Hope I'm saying that correctly. Probably not, but you're awesome anyway. Warren, Joey, Darren, Daryl, and MT Saviator. So, holy fuck. (laughs) Yes,
1: thank you all so much. We truly appreciate it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. So, we have a lot going on this week and next week. Our lives are kind of crazy right now, but in like a super sexy way.
1: Very much so. So, it is your birthday weekend, which basically just started like 10 minutes ago when you got home from work. Yes. So, we are drinking champagne, a little drop of cherry herring in there, make it a little sweeter.
0: We had cupcakes. I got
1: you cupcakes. (laughs) I actually had two small cupcakes. I'm already regretting it. And we have cake later. So, it's
0: basically just, Yep. we have sugar and sex planned for this weekend Yep,
1: sugar, <laughs> sex, and alcohol sounds like uh, is on the menu
0: Yeah For
1: sure so, I'm okay
0: with that, I'm great with that
1: Me too So we are getting ready to go out of town tomorrow for your birthday Yes And then of course, after your birthday debauchery, we have Valentine's Day And I am so excited I just heard uh, earlier when I was driving to the gym on the radio uh, A commercial for the event that we're taking part in Did you know that it's like interactive that you see that?
0: What does that mean?
1: I don't know. So, we're going to basically, this is not just a drag show that we're going to for our Valentine's Day celebration, it is also like an interactive theatrical event. What? Yes. There's some suspension dancer things happening. No. Yes, it is apparently a much bigger deal than we even thought. The drag show is what got our attention.
0: Holy fuck, I'm excited for that now. Yeah, it's
1: gonna be a good time. So it'll be an unusual Valentine's Day, but I am super pumped. I
0: can for it. volunteer for for this theatrical performance seems is that like what you're they're, telling me. Yeah,
1: I think they're gonna be looking for volunteers. It oh, is interactive. Fuck. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: I'm all about that.
1: And then, uh, unfortunately, the week after is my birthday.
0: Oh, God, whatever. Don't be so dramatic. It's going to be fun. I'm fucking over it. I have some big plans. I have plans two days. So Saturday and Sunday next weekend, also some debaucherous things planned that you have no idea about. I've kept it secret for so long, and I'm so excited.
1: You're proud of yourself, aren't you?
0: I'm so excited about (laughs) it. Yes, I have this. You can't see this, listeners, but I have this big shit eating grin on my face right now because I can't keep a secret to save no, my life you're terrible i'm horrible
1: yeah you leak like the titanic and when you comes have
0: to no shit. idea you have no idea what's going on
1: no i really have no clue so anyway as long as we're not talking about the fact that it is my birthday we can celebrate all you want we
0: don't have to say it's your birthday but we will be naked okay that's fine i just don't want to shit. talk about
1: why <laughs>
0: okay. fair enough
1: yeah so anyway it's gonna be a lot of fun next week uh and a half or so quite full our dance card is full
0: yeah. So here's the question. I'm fairly certain we have a, th- a threesome plan for tomorrow.
1: Yes. More, actually, potentially.
0: What do you mean more?
1: Well, there's some things you don't know about either.
0: Wait, what?
1: Yeah. See, I can keep a secret. You can't keep a secret.
0: So what's the secret?
1: Then it wouldn't be a secret, would it?
0: Well, can you give me a hint?
1: Yeah. There's probably going to be more dick than you expected.
0: So it's going to be a foursome?
1: Uh, Am bet- I getting
0: airtight tomorrow? Is that what you're telling Potentially
1: it could be. At the very least, there'll be multiple opportunities for sex for sure with multiple people.
0: Holy
1: fuck. And a, and potentially we're going to at least meet a couple for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for that. We actually had a couple reach out. This is so weird how this worked out. Very random. So we had a couple reach out. We're in a group. It's not like a it's not a Cassidy group. It's just a separate local group. Yes. And this couple reached out to us and we're like, "Hey, we know you guys are fairly close to this place that we're going for my birthday. We're going to be there over the weekend if you guys have a chance to come out there. And we're like, what? The- we're staying there Sunday yeah. night. What night are you guys staying? They said Sunday night. Yeah. I'm like, what are the fucking odds? Yeah,
1: so it's it's great. Well, listen, it's an amazing place. Uh, very popular. Very difficult to get into. We made reservations a year ago almost for dinner and six months ago for a room.
0: Yes, and if you guys have been listening to us for a long time, this is the place we went last year to also celebrate our birthdays. Right. We were there for your birthday last Correct. year, but it was technically like a, a tandem celebration. Yes. But we're going to be there on my birthday this year. Yeah. And it's one of those places where it's semi... It's really classy.
1: Well, it's interesting because it is is—it is the, the only legitimate five-star restaurant in the state. Yes. It is also attached to the coolest dive bar yes. in the state. And in the middle of that is this 200-year-old hotel attached to a hot springs, which is just the most amazing place.
0: Yeah, it's really, really incredible, but I think my point is it it feels very classy and very kind of well put together, and yet for some reason, every time I'm there I just want to get fucking kinky.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's just a, it's really a sexually, sexually charged kind of place.
0: Is it? See, I thought I was the only one that felt that way.
1: No, no, it definitely is. Now, you and I have been there at times where it wasn't necessarily that way, because we went, like, in the summer on a Tuesday morning to get away from everybody and get out of town it was like
0: a bunch of like old people and kids and shit
1: yeah, yeah and it gets a little bit you know it's a more not I don't want to say family necessarily but certainly a little bit more eclectic but like when we're going to go on a Sunday night Saturday Sunday night it's couples and it's yes. very sexually charged
0: yeah I feel it and I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good time.
1: So we've got some things. I have a, I have something planned. We'll see how it works out. Of course, we also have something else planned because I believe Clint is going to be joining us, which will be fun. Yes. Uh, and then potentially meeting a couple, which is always fun. Even we just be able to, just to have a, the opportunity to sit down with a couple and chat and have a drink will be a good time.
0: I'm so pumped. So yes, hopefully the next episode we'll have a lot to tell you guys about.
1: Yeah. And then of course there's Valentine's and then my birthday, who knows what's happening. Yeah. That's so of... the next
0: few weeks of uh, FPS should be pretty... Legit. Yeah, it's
1: gonna be pretty naughty stuff.
0: All right, let's move on to single guy tip of the week.
1: Okay, so I guess part of what I'm gonna say is gonna kind of burst the su- the surprise or the you know the secret of what's going to happen this weekend. Oh,
0: now who can't keep a secret?
1: Well, only be- in, only in lieu of the show am I willing to <laughs> divulge this information. So I have been corresponding with uh, seemingly single guys okay. for a couple of weeks. Obviously, Clint will be joining us, uh, which is always a good time. I thought, well, since Clint's going to be there, we don't exactly know when yet, don't know how that's going to go together or what the times are, you know, that kind of thing. There's always extra time for more debauchery. <laughs> so I reached out to uh, or corresponded with a, a number of single guys, have been, to see if anybody else was interested in a meeting. Oddly enough, there's a whole bunch of guys that were interested in meeting.
0: Oh, shocker.
1: Yeah, I know. Hard to believe, right? Single dudes, horny, whatever.
0: Especially so, in our area. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thirsty is not the word. So... I have been, again, uh, in communication with a number of them on a regular basis now trying to feel them out and and get an idea of what they're all about. In the midst of all of this, I'm getting responses like, yo, that was the first, that was a response I got. (laughs) Yo, literally, Y-O was a response, okay? Which, of course, I have no interest, I'm not even responding to you. So I didn't respond, and of course, this gentleman sends another message Yo, did you get my message? (laughs) So now I have to respond. Right. To which I responded, yo, fuck off. That was my response. (laughs) So my point is, I put out a very specific, I threw a line out there, very specific. This is what I'm looking for. This is what's going on. This is where we're going to be. If you're a single guy and you are responding to a post to the extent of, hey, we're going to be at this place. It is a celebratory type thing. I am looking for, we play in the hot wife space. We're a, you know ethically, monog- ethically non-monogamous couple, loving couple. We play in the hot wife space. This is what we're looking for. Single guy, single in capitals, hygienic, healthy, fit, attractive, non-smoker. The basics, right? Not Just the basic stuff. Right. If I put that out there and you are anything other than those things, please do not respond. Right. Please do not respond if you can't muster anything other than yo <laughs> that is not going to get it done so right. single guys you see an ad you decide hey this is for me this is kind of it's kind of ticking the boxes i'm going to respond to this respond to the message based on how that message is laid out don't try to change the course of that message i've had guys reach out and say hey i can't make it sunday how about if we meet saturday in such and such a place Where the fuck did you see that anywhere in my post? Right. So you're now trying to dictate how this goes. The arrogance of some of these guys and ignorance is really staggering. So single dudes, pay attention to what I'm telling you. If you want to get into this space and if you're legitimately serious about playing with couples... Pay attention to not only the signals, to the fucking directives. Right. What tells what what this tells me with these guys is they're just single fucking horny dudes. They're not interested in a the lifestyle. They're looking for a quick lay. That's all this is. Right. I have no fucking patience for that.
0: Well, and they don't have respect for you. If you're asking for specific things and asking them to respond with certain things and they don't, then they, they're not respecting you as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's, that's not the, okay.
1: Well, that's my point. They're not only not, they're not respecting me. They're not respecting my request. They're certainly not going to be respectful respectful of us as a couple and thusly not respectful of you. So there's no fucking way you're getting any further than that ridiculous yo message. Right. You're, I mean, it's it's crazy. When I say this is, these are the things I'm looking for, I had some guys reach out and said, hey, I'm a smoker, but I only smoke once in a while. It says non-smokers on there. Right. It's very clear. It's, it's very clear. Please be attractive, fit. And I think I put in there, I used the term height, weight, proportionate. That was pretty much it. Okay. So somehow be physically fit. That's really all it is. I mean, you're not. You're the physical part isn't a big deal for you, but there has to be physical attraction. No, the
0: non-smoking is the big one for me. If I smell tobacco, I'm gonna fucking just send you right out the door. Yeah,
1: it's a complete direction, right? So, I mean, it's very clear. So when you have to send me, when you have to preface your response to me with, "Hey, I'd really like to meet you guys, but." I'm not this, this, or this, then why are we having this conversation? Right. Do you think you're going to change my mind somehow? You know, it, it's just bizarre. And the idea that you can only send one one word messages back like, yo, I mean, like, what is that shit?
0: Do you think that most of these guys have no idea how much competition they're up against? Because that's yes. the sense I get. Yeah, I think it's... that they think like, oh, I'm the only person reaching out or I'm only one of a few dudes reaching out.
1: Well, it's, uh, uh, we talk about this all the time. It is a deep lack of awareness that these guys have this self-awareness not only do you not realize that you are one of a fucking dozen dudes that is responding to me on a daily basis but you also don't understand just how douchey you are right like you, you don't even see it maybe no one's ever told you right. you know maybe that's the problem no <laughs> right. one's ever said hey you know what you you really behave like a douche yeah somebody needs to do that so if you're a friend of a douche it's your <laughs> responsibility. To tell that person, hey, man, you're a douchebag. Help
0: a friend out.
1: Yeah, help a brother out. <laughs> don't, you know, like friends don't let friends drive drunk. Friends don't let friends behave like douchebags.
0: Yeah. Don't
1: let your friend do that.
0: That should be a national campaign. It
1: really should. We're going to start that. <laughs> the don't be a douche campaign is starting right now. So yeah, again, the the moral of this tale is single guys, let me help you. Stick to the script if someone sends out a message, they throw a flag out there and they're looking for something specific, if you don't fit those categories or you don't think you want to, you're not someone who is ready to conform to whatever it is that that particular couple is looking for, do not waste your time or theirs.
0: Move on.
1: Yeah, just don't do it. You know, you've got, if you're serious about this, you've got to play to your strengths. Obviously, don't do yourself an injustice by trying to do something that you're not comfortable doing for the sake of getting laid. Yeah. That is not going to work. We're going to sniff that out a couple is going to smell that
0: absolutely don't
1: waste your time or theirs i mean it's really that simple
0: good tip hey so here's the question have you had any luck
1: (laughs) yes yes as a matter of fact i have
0: wait does that mean i'm meeting someone else on tomorrow
1: yeah potentially this gentleman is going to be there just after five o'clock tomorrow
0: i mean i'm just saying i'm keeping better secrets than you but i'm also really excited well
1: i had to divulge mine for the sake of the show Anyway, yes. I'm very
0: excited. Yes,
1: it looks like it could be a good time. Seems like a very decent dude from what I can tell. He was absolutely willing and and hey single guys, check this out. Here's another free tip for you. This particular gentleman was not only willing to conform to all of the things that I asked him to conform to, he actually offered to meet me today alone.
0: Wow, did you meet him?
1: I did not. Oh. No, I did not. He asked me to meet him alone if I wanted to see him face to face so that he knew that so that I knew he was legit. Right. That's huge.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: take that as a tip. So take the extra step. This guy did, and just simply by him offering that, let me feel like ah, I don't need to do that. If he's willing to make this trek out to where we're gonna be, and and really kind of roll the dice, shit, let's let's give him a shot. At the very least, we have a drink and a laugh, and you know, and a soak, and that's it. I like it. Yeah, so there you go. You got an extra single guy tip of the week. Ooh, today. You I'm are going to be
0: slutty pants tomorrow. Yes, you are. I'm so excited. You
1: are slutty pants.
0: All right, so we need to get to our main event this week. I'm very,
1: very excited about it,
0: actually. So we have an interview to share with you guys, and it's definitely different than I would say any interview we've ever done before.
1: For sure, this particular individual is different from anyone we've ever interviewed before
0: or talked to. Period.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So let's chat about that really quick.
1: Yeah. So we are we interviewed, had the opportunity, and I want to say up front, I really, again, want to send a thank you out to him. We don't live in a place that is easy to get to or get out of, right. particularly this time of year. This gentleman flew in purposely to be interviewed by us in person. He preferred to do the interview in person as opposed to via Skype or over the phone. And he flew in from his hometown, his home state. To us, which is not an easy task, and uh, he had the, the opportunity. We had the opportunity with with him to, for the whole day to spend the whole day with him, really, uh, and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed meeting him. I found him interesting. He's intelligent. He's successful. It was an interesting interview for me, and, and I appreciated him coming out here.
0: Yeah, I will be completely honest. I went into it with some, some preconceived notions, I will say, and a lot of them were kind of squashed during our discussion with him. I think yeah. sometimes we in the lifestyle. Maybe I shouldn't say we, I personally have a very kind of set mindset as far as what lifestyle events should be and what it means to hold lifestyle events. Yes. And this is someone who's doing things completely differently. And that's not a bad thing. It's an amazing thing because all it does is give you more opportunities within the lifestyle, which we talk about in depth with, uh, during our interview with him.
1: Well, and let's say this, I will say this. First of all, he has not just started this this uh, journey. He's been doing this for the better part of 15 years and been very successful doing it. I found it interesting because, well, not only for many reasons, but not the least of which was he is doing something different. We we interviewed uh, Amanda and Cole from uh, Crazy Truth a couple weeks back because I found them so interesting, I found their story so compelling, and I just we genuinely like them. They're just great fucking people. Yes, and I wanted to interview this gentleman for the same reason. He's doing something different, very different from what Amanda and Cole are doing, but different nonetheless. And it just gives people another opportunity. And something he said during the interview, right at the end of the of the interview, that you'll catch when everyone listens to it. You asked him what he wanted for the lifestyle going forward, and he said more diversity, just more,
0: more opportunity,
1: more opportunity, and he was 100% right. So when you think, uh, when you folks are listening to this this interview, everyone's going to have their own kind of opinion on what it is that this gentleman does, and when you're listening to it, just keep in mind there are there are different types of people out there, there are different types of desires out there, and wants and needs and experiences. It's yes. an experiences. For me, when I what I took away from this interview was this is a potential experience. Yes. You know, and so just like any other that we've had, it's really worth a listen. And I enjoyed talking to him. I actually uh, spoke to him today on the phone.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm so. really excited to share this interview with you guys. So I hope you love it.
1: Please listen and enjoy.
0: So we have quite the treat for you guys today, an interview with a very interesting person doing some very interesting things in the lifestyle. We have George with us today. Hey, George.
2: Good morning. (laughs) Good morning.
0: So I would love for you to just provide a a little intro here of who you are and uh, what interesting things you're doing.
2: So I am the guy that has been for 15 years creating lifestyle events in about six countries. In 26 cities and have done events from a couple thousand people to a couple dozen couples.
1: I am familiar with your brand. You've been around for a long time. And I've always been intrigued by exactly what it is, what it takes, obviously, because I'm the operational guy. I think about those things. What it takes to put together events like the ones that you throw.
0: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about kind of how this whole thing started as far as the events that you decided to throw and Mm -hmm. how maybe they differ from some of the other events out there in the lifestyle.
2: Well, I've listened to your podcast, so I have no no concerns about getting a little bit more personal. No, do not. (laughs) Please do. So in 2004, I got divorced, and I did the three things a newly divorced guy does. Anybody like to chime in? Uh, Let's see, you bought
1: a sports car. Yes. (laughs) You got a... ridiculous apartment penthouse type
2: thing. Yep.
0: And the lady started dating someone fun and sexy. Well, that was
2: that's exactly right. So you date a stripper for a week. <laughs> it's all you need is a week. It's enough. <laughs> Midlife crisis car. Yeah. And then the bachelor pad that you think is cool but no grown woman would want to live in. Right. And this guy so, that she walks
1: into and instantly knows she's going to have sex. Exactly. And yep.
2: I and I did all of those things and I bought a ridiculous bachelor pad and I was immediately approached by every fundraiser charity nonprofit, conservancy to Open my house for them to host events and at some point I was dating a young woman Well, much too young woman who walked in and said, oh my god, this would be a great place for a swinger party <laughs> And I sort of scratched my imaginary beard and, ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 <laughs> and And said yeah, that sounds like a great idea and put together those first uh, those first house parties and now, you know, 15 years and five brands later, we're, uh, I think, probably the most prolific event company, period.
0: So you have, do you, do they operate as separate brands? I know you, so you have Just for Dinner, which I think probably a lot of our listeners are probably, I would assume, familiar with. You would think so, sure. Uh, because of, of how often you see it online. But then you have the group, right? Are, and, so it you,
2: started, it started with... Again, I had never been to another lifestyle event. I had simply been part of these black tie sort of fundraising community going on in my own home. And when I put together the first party, I invited people I wanted to hang out with. And I had entertainment that I wanted to hear. And I had a dress code that I wanted to see. And there was enough interest that we were able to keep doing this a few times a year. And the euphemism became, do you know George? And those were the events that people were talking about. And can you get on the guest list? And, and they were just organized differently than so much else in the lifestyle. And it probably took 8, 10 years before I realized how differently and where this constant stream of people who wanted to go to something different, of a different caliber, better organized was coming from. And we needed to put something in place to to truly screen and vet and get to make sure that the people we were inviting to what were now weekend-long events were going to have a good time and they were going to fit in. i fond of saying if you're looking for anonymous sex in a dark room with strangers, our events aren't that. Our events are geared more towards hanging out with your peers, enjoying the best that a city has to offer in food and music and entertainment and venue and accommodations, and where sex is an element of those events but not the sole focus. So it's more of an experience than simply a, a dark room with mattresses on the floor. It is. And it's the place that you're going to more than likely, again, if this is your the direction you want to be in the lifestyle, meet your new best friends. You know, If there's a couple that you're, you're looking to be able to travel with and hang out with and are of similar means and education, it's hard to do that at a lot of local events, um, especially for professional couples or professional singles.
0: So you said that you had not realized when you started these parties how different they were from from other lifestyle events. Did you start to realize how different they were because you started going to these lifestyle events or because people were coming to your events and telling you how different they
2: were? It was, I would go to a few things over the course of time and always had bad experiences. Not for the event itself but from being recognized at the event. Somebody I knew would say, "Oh, George, hey, great to see you here." And then somebody would overhear that conversation and say, "Wait, are you that George? <laughs> right. We sent you X and photos something, email and never heard back from you." And then That's it would awkward. get very, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs>
0: Fun party, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check, please.
2: Uh-huh. You know, and I, I'm only five ten, so <laughs> some six four guy with you know eight cocktails in him starts getting in your face. It's it's much less fun. Yeah, so, that's, that's tough. So tough we room. stopped going, and I think the other the other aspect of hosting these events is that you people do talk about where they were last, and what else have you been to, and what club do you like, and what resorts have you gone to, and. There's such a, a consistency. I mean, yes, lots of people have great glossy images and good graphic artists. But when you really sort of drill down, when the event says, oh, we're across the street <laughs> from the hotel that right. you might want to be at, and that's their qualification, you have to sort of raise an eyebrow and go, hmm, I wonder, if that's, is that the best thing we can say about your hotel is it's next to the one I might want to be at? Right. And I'm, you know. Yeah. Strategically located right next to. Something more worthwhile.
1: Yeah. So here's what I'm. I'm, I'm most curious about this, George. You okay. are. Uh, we are meeting you obviously for the first time, and we should say this is the very first time we're interviewing anyone in our studio. Most of the time these are remote. You took the time to fly to our hometown. Not an easy place to get to, particularly nope. this time of year. Nope. Uh, spent the night, and you came uh, from your hotel here first thing this morning to do an interview with us and what that tells me is that you are a person who is a stickler for details for sure mm-hmm. this is important to you and for us for me when it comes to the lifestyle we are we are really interested in meeting people and interacting with people and frankly conducting business with people who are genuinely interested in moving the lifestyle forward in a, in a, not just obviously a positive way but without undertones like you 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 earnestly want to create an experience you want to make everything you do better for all of your guests. It's like a, it's a passion. It's obviously what it is you're passionate. And that's really what got me the most excited about talking to you. So talk to us a little bit about what it is that drives you. You've been doing this a long time. You're doing like 85 events a year. Uh, I mean,
2: what is that like? It is, uh, well, I can tell you my dog has uh, executive platinum status with American Airlines. Nice. (laughs) Well, well well-traveled dog. Everything, there's such a sameness in the lifestyle, you know, as far as, again, the quality of the events. And I've, I've had so many conversations, uh, be it at dinners or during events or just on the phone with couples that say, oh, we went here and my wife walked in and she took one look at the furniture and she said, I wouldn't sit on this furniture with my clothes on sure. or took one look at the other people in the room and said, uh, if we don't leave now, I'm never sleeping with you again. And, and all sorts of variations about that because not just in the US or Canada or the Caribbean or Europe, but just globally, the format now for almost everything in the lifestyle is arrive after dark, naked by midnight, leave by 4 a.m. Right. And if you're looking for something different, that's really hard to find. And if we can carry on a conversation, then hold on. Let me go turn the music up louder. Right. Um, so everything's kind of geared more towards sort of the anonymous sex, um, as opposed to hanging with your peers and establishing some real relationships that might last beyond midnight.
1: Sure. Well, and for us, and Brent and I talked about this uh, at nauseum as we do many things. And initially, when you and I first had the opportunity to talk, and we've spoken mm-hmm. now a number of times over the phone, had some yeah. really uh, spirited conversations. The, Brenda's first instinct, particularly, was, "Well, this is incredibly elitist. This is only for a small section of people." And then, of course, we continued to talk about it. And uh, through my conversations with you, I was reiterating to her what we were talking about, and what it had finally occurred to me. Which, of course, I think we are both we're both getting now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that it's not a situation where you're creating something to eliminate a group of people. What you're trying to do is elevate what is kind of already out there. As you said, there's a lot of places you can go for dark room experiences. Mm -hmm. You want those people who are participating in those things, but don't necessarily want to participate in them because that's all there is. You're giving them something else to think about. You're giving them another option. And that's the thing that kind of got me. This isn't an elitist thing. What I found interesting is, and we can talk about your vetting process, which which I find great, as I mentioned to you, If you typically if you're in a room of a bunch of people and you can't spot the asshole, well, then you're the asshole. And that's, you know, that's just kind of, you know, that's that's pretty standard for me. And what I found interesting was that you're not looking for people who can only necessarily afford this type of event. You're creating an experience. And it's the kind of thing where a lot of people would look at this as this is our yearly vacation. This is what we're going to do for our vacation this year. It's a big deal. It's a lot of fun. And so we don't have to go to the dark room with the mattresses in the corner. Let's work toward doing this for for our our
2: vacation. I I want to talk about the women. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> the women are, or do sort of gravitate to them because our, our themes aren't pimps and hoes and naughty schoolgirls and something else that could be taken as demeaning. Our themes are weekend in wine country, yachts, polo, and pinups, things that are going to maybe elevate the lifestyle, create that experience, give you an opportunity to, to get dressed up and spend some more of his money. And and feel good about and it. And feel good about or it. Or her
0: own money. Or hey, her. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I'm sorry. I,
2: as I said that, I knew it was going to come back. Um, that's my generation is kind of coming out now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it happens to me too. Um, me. And and that's, I think that's the challenge is that when you start handling things more mentally and emotionally than just physically, and you start taking out that demeaning element. That both single women and wives start gravitating, and that's who starts driving our events. Is the wives, and they want to go to Cuba for a few days and just explore the culture and learn about some place they've been sort of forbidden to go, but where sex will be an element of that event. Again, not the sole focus. No, sure. no ballroom full of mattresses. You know, we were in Aspen in October, and one of the afternoon activities was fly fishing, and so my first fly fishing experience. Was uh, you know in Aspen? I mean, that's it's great. It's an awesome, awesome place. Or to go if you're, you know, whether you're into it or not, to go to uh, an equestrian event. But not just you know go at the very best place in the country. Or if you're going to go for wine, go to Napa. Have you know hit some of the big cab houses, and that's just not where other lifestyle events and groups are are going. It, right. Um, and so when you start making those changes. It's really interesting how there is a not just a strong audience but a sense of community that builds around being able to get together with their peers so your
1: vetting process is you have couples it's that's what dinner is for it's it's the
2: vetting process that you use to determine you know the the best fits for the party well it does it does two things or three things i guess one is it gives us a chance to reconnect with couples that we may not have seen in a while. Because again, we do events globally now and have friends everywhere and to meet their referrals and people that we just haven't had a chance to connect with. In cities where there is not a robust lifestyle community, Boston as an example, I see this pattern of couples getting in, looking around, there's one or two events, they might go to them, it's not their thing, not their caliber. And so they go home and they say, yep, clearly you made a mistake. Never talk to me about the lifestyle again. Let's take up tennis. (laughs) Um, In cities like Dallas or Miami, where there's a lot more opportunity, those couples have a few more events, a few more chances to go out and maybe meet somebody they want to hang out with on a more consistent basis. And that shifts the dinners a little bit. Um, In cities like Boston... People are just excited to find out that there are other professional couples or folks that they want to hang out with because they just weren't meeting them at, you know, the dark, dark club. For cities where there is a lot going on, and I was in Los Angeles last night, these folks are excited to find out that there's something better than the six different things they tried that, you know, maybe offers a little bit better culinary experience or a little more emphasis on fashion. Um, or just conversation that doesn't come when the music is, you know, thumping all night.
0: So obviously, when these couples are coming to dinner, part of it is you want to make sure that they're a good fit for a longer weekend, if if there's interest in that, correct?
2: Well, as the host, and I've always felt this way, I want to make sure that everyone has a good time. Period. That's, that's my... I'm having a good time. If you're having a good time, if you're having drama... If this isn't your scene, if you're here against your will, if you're a raging alcoholic, if you've <laughs> got an addiction issue, if you've you know whatever it is, I would rather find that out during a dinner, and that way I'm able to, I think, really show my my respect and appreciation for the couples that that do attend the weekend events, um, because I can personally say we've met everyone in this room we've had a chance to sit down with them and see if they're arrogant pricks or if there's somebody that I want to I want to see again.
0: Do you receive any backlash because of that? I mean, it's-
2: Constantly.
0: (laughs) Obviously, they're they're your events and and you know what's going to work for your events in terms of that vetting process and getting the right people together. Uh But I would assume that from the outside, what a lot of people are seeing is if you're not of a certain age or if you're not of a certain size um, or appearance level, that you're going to be eliminated from these events.
2: You are. Because again, if you're going to send me a photo and you're sitting on a lazy boy chair with duct tape on the arm, chances are you're not gonna have a lot in conversation with the other folks in the room. It's just that's so it's that what was the photo you chose to send us up front is part of it. Age from the dinners really ranges based on the on the market, on the city. You know, San Francisco, Chicago, New York, dinners will skew younger. Than say someplace like Naples, Florida, which is more a, a vacation community, a second home community. The other challenge, I think, for for everyone is what's your time worth? Do you, you know, I think a lot of couples have had the experience of you spend weeks trying to meet somebody online and then you set up a double date and you get there and you're all excited and you have a sitter and you, you know, groomed everything that needed to be groomed, and you walk in and Wait a minute, they don't look like the photos, or the other person's a smoker and never mentioned it, or just something that all of a sudden you've just blown a Friday night. And so, what I've seen over time is couples will, well, they'll make that effort a few times, right? When you're new in the lifestyle, we're just going to meet quietly in some, you know, some lounge or, or club somewhere. And then you realize that you're taking up a lot of time trying to meet people and it's not coming out easily. So, now the next step is what? Go to a club, go to a party go to a resort but no one's really vetting or screening those um, anywhere and I have a lot of people that talk about the resorts in Mexico and some people love them they went once they had a great time they went with a big group it was a group of people that maybe they were all from the same city or same website or followed the same ringleader whatever but then I've also talked to people that have shown up not as part of a group and you know everyone wants to be at one of those resorts when it's hot model from L.A. week, right, (laughs) you know, and... I
0: mean, I don't, but yes, I can understand the the premise of that idea. (laughs) I didn't say female models. Um, (laughs) Hey, I love women. That's not the issue. So
2: so you, anyway, so the challenge is that, you know, you show up at one of those resorts and it's something else going on that's not your scene, it's not your crowd. You're sort of in the minority sitting by the pool going, oh, well, okay. And that's the difference.
0: One of the questions I'd like to ask along those same lines is... We asked this question to the last couple that we interviewed, uh, the Crazy Truth folks, and I we got such an amazing response from them. So I'd love to hear.
2: Thanks for the pressure.
0: Your perspective, <laughs> well, because it's it's different, right? You mm-hmm. you have different experiences within this lifestyle sphere. So I'd love to know what it is you think is a, kind of a a change that you're excited to see potentially happening in the lifestyle.
2: More variety is is really the thing that I'd like to see. I. I had never intended to do parties and events for as long as I had. I really started just because it seemed like a great way to get laid. And, <laughs> That's fair. That's and fair. you know, let's be truthful. And always expecting that at some point I would find something somewhere else, or someone would say, "Oh, hey, have you been to X? It's it's just like your events, but it's on the other coast or in a different state." And those referrals, those recommendations, never came up. And to this day, I keep waiting for someone to say. Oh yeah there's this other fabulous thing George that you would really like you should you should go to it and for my wife and I it doesn't happen and so we keep feeling almost compelled to be the host and hostess organizing these things because there aren't other options so if i had one thing that i'd like to see i'd love to see you know some some truly high-end resorts made i'd love to see some clubs that weren't in industrial neighborhoods or in strip malls. I'd like to see one, you know, on a on a great piece of prime real estate overlooking some amazing vista, some place that I actually want to hang out, not where I have to sort of lower my expectations mm-hmm. to even feel comfortable in the door. So, so something I, more mainstream. You want it to be more mainstream. I do with and I think with with mainstreaming of the lifestyle and I feel that and this is a whole nother episode for another day, I feel that gay culture has started to open those doors for lifestyle culture.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And
2: I think uh, companies like Google and Apple have figured that out. You know, how can you embrace an LGBT community in your Android play or or Apple store, but then say couples and open relationships don't fit that mold. It's, Really hypocritical. Again, if right. you're if you're in it as a part of a married couple, but one of you or both of you are bisexual, aren't you still sort of under the LGBT flag? Sure. And so I think that Tim Cook and as as that driving force is is helping all of us um, and broadening that spectrum. And of course, the media does it with every new TV show and series and reference. It's interesting now to see the difference between. Uh, we have lots of millennial couples at our events, and starting to get inquiries from, from Gen Z folks, and they just have such a different point of view about sexuality. But again, looking to hang out with their peers, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great point. We, I, I honestly believe that the reason that certain events are held in certain places or clubs are in certain locations is because that is what's available to them. You know, city ordinances, for example, or or the ability of, of not being able to profit to go into some of these more high-end areas. And I would love to see that change. I think we're starting to see that. We have friends that hold events here in Montana and, you know, they struggled to find a single hotel in, in a new city they were going into that would allow them to go in. You know, they went into the, the most prestigious, beautiful hotel they wanted to throw out there. They wanted to have higher ticket prices Mm -hmm. and and were denied that opportunity. And so it's a a commentary on the fact that we still have a long ways to go. And hopefully companies like yours showing that you can have high-end events and you can have more prestigious activities going on um, will, will help us shift in that direction.
2: I'm going to tell you how we've continued to make it happen, which is the couples that we spend time with, no better than to walk down the hallway of the four seasons with their dick hanging out and when we do put events together we don't go to anyone and say hey we want to have a big swinger party because we don't expect our our guests or our friends to behave in any sort of outrageous way in a public space again in in my audience you know everyone has careers and children and and professional uh reputations that they want to preserve and they and they understand that everyone else in the room does too so they're going to keep a certain amount of decorum which allows us to continue to host events at places you know Ritz Carlton St Regis Four Seasons Mandarin and then on into the boutique hotels sure.
0: From your perspective, not only should people be demanding these higher-end events if if that's what they want, but on the flip side, form they need to elevate their own decorum so that they aren't they aren't ruining those opportunities for themselves. I wanted to say a huge thank you for you coming on. Thanks. We like to interview people, and obviously, we talk to people on the show that are passionate in doing something. That's not the uh, status quo. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're sick of status quo in the lifestyle. We want better. Um, and, and that can translate into a million different things. But I love that you're doing something that you're passionate about.
2: Status quo breaker right here sexiest sure. media resource <laughs> 2020
0: yeah we just i mean um, we just talked about our you guys sex lives. Yeah, it's we not just it's not that uh important trust pretty me, much okay
2: so,
1: yeah, george i really appreciate yeah. you coming out here no it wasn't easy I had to take uh several flights
2: to get here and a lot of time so much much appreciated thank you thank you for having us I and
0: can you let it. us know where we can find you or oh, there's listeners. a
2: there's a few places. Um, just for dinner is probably the, the easiest portal or the hyphen group dot co. Um, will take you to a bigger overview of sort of the level that we like to entertain and the sort of events that we uh, all get together for.
0: Wonderful. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, George. Thank you. All right, again, guys, that was George with the group. And just for dinner, we hope you enjoyed that interview as much as we enjoyed sitting down and talking with George.
1: Yeah, it was the first interview that we actually had in our studio with someone. And it was really, it was interesting. It was fun and uh, eye-opening. I really enjoyed having that conversation with George. We spoke to him for most of the day and really enjoyed uh, his time
0: absolutely hey guys so like we said we have some huge things coming up some very sexy events coming up in our lives which of course we're going to share with you because that's what we fucking do yes So, make sure that you are coming back every single week to listen to our naughty debauchery. The next few weeks are really going to be focused on birthday fun, and uh, I think we're gonna have some really naughty shit to cover.
1: Yeah, we've got a couple of, a week or two of really crazy shit. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, I'm looking forward to it as much as I don't wanna turn 50. I am looking forward to the weekend.
0: <laughs> Me too. All right, guys. If you're not already following us on social media, make sure you find us on Twitter and Instagram at FPSwingers. We are also on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel called Front Porch Swingers, which is really fun, kind of more informational, but still really upbeat. And that we think you'll really enjoy it if you're not already following us there.
1: Yeah, we are getting ready to do a new uh, Taboo Toy Review for YouTube.
0: Absolutely. If you have not already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would super appreciate if you would go and do that. It really helps us be more visible to people looking for podcasts, and uh, we just appreciate the support.
1: Yes, please jump on iTunes, give us a review, and uh, we would appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's all we have for you guys this week. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. If you're anything like us, when we first started swinging, we really had no idea where to begin, and it can be really intimidating, and we have a great recommendation for you, which is to join Cassidy.com. Cassidy is a huge online platform that includes so many sexy swingers in your area, plus lots of local events to keep you up to date on all things lifestyle, and if you join Cassidy, you can find our community, Front Porch Swingers, and keep up with everything we are doing as well, so make sure you check out Cassidy.com today.